Shall we pray? Father, we want to bless your holy name this morning. Come and speak your word to us. May we become anointed. May your grace and your glory become our portion. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Nazareth. As we celebrate Christmas, may we experience the impact of it, the blessings of Christmas. Let your glory arise upon our lives in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Give God a hand of praise. I want to be talking about the blessings of Jesus. Someone say the blessings of Jesus. Say it again. For the last time. Why did Jesus come? Matthew chapter 1 verse 18 to 25. A lot of times, you know, we talk about Jesus, but we don't even know how he was born and uh, his reason for coming. And so we want to read some scriptures today. Matthew chapter 1, verse number 18 to 25. The Bible says that now, can you take the echo out please? Thank you. The birth of Jesus Christ, let's read together. The birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. So as follows means that he's going to tell a story how he came about. After his mother Mary was betrothed to G Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Hey! Mary was engaged to Joseph to be married to, to him. Before they came together to become husband and wife, one day Mary reported and said, I am pregnant. Say, how can you get pregnant like that? I said, who is responsible? Because Joseph said, I know nothing has happened between us. He said, I'm, I'm pregnant by the Holy Spirit. Wow. And there is no man who will be ever happy with this. So Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example was minded to put her away secretly. Joseph was a good man. Many men are like Joseph. When problems are going on, they are quiet. A lot of times, a lot of times, it's the women who trumpet a lot of things. They've done this, they've done that, they've done that, they've done that. But most of the time, the men are quiet to cover their, their wives, cover their whatever. Every man here, may you have a Joseph spirit. Amen. And generally, we, we must have a, a Joseph spirit. Amen. So he decided that instead of creating a scene and going around and saying, look at what my wife has done. Look at what has gone on. The Bible says, or oh, my wife-to-be has done. He decided to put her away secretly, privately, so there will not be any scandal associated with her. Then Joseph, the Bible says that while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, someone say, in a dream. And he's saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. Wow. And that she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, 
for he will save his people from their sins. The Joseph was visited by an angel of the Lord in a dream. So dreams are one of the ways by which God speaks to us. And you've got to take your dreams serious. Amen? Yeah, when you dream, there are various ways. God, God reveals himself to us in a supernatural way. Sometimes too, the way he reveals himself to us is spectacular. But oftentimes it's supernatural. Supernatural means that he speaks to us. He speaks to us by what we call the inward witness, where we have a certain witness in us. Then he speaks to us by visions. And there are different types of visions. We've got what, we, what is known as the open vision, where your eyes are open and God will show you. As your, as your eyes are open and you are seeing me, so God will also show you things in the realm of the spirit. And then you have closed vision where you close your eyes, but as you close your eyes, you begin to see things. And then there's trances. In a trance, you not know physically where you are as if you are asleep, but then you begin to see things in the spirit. That is what happened to Joseph. So, and then those are the aspects of the visions. And then God also reveals things to us through dreams. So I've shown you four, four areas. Apart from God, you know, these are four areas that God will speak to us through dreams. And then God also speaks to us in another spectacular way. So, and the other spectacular way is by hearing him clearly. You hear him uh, uh, by an audible voice. But that is not the normal way by means of which God speaks to us. So if somebody says, I want to have the experience of Paul, where some bright light will shine on me. Oftentimes, people who, have audible, who hear audible voices, they do not believe. And God wants to show himself clearly to them or speak to them in a way that will catch their attention. But when you are, when you are spiritual, when you do, as you grow and you develop your spirit, you realize that God will be speaking to you by the inward witness and, and by certain spiritual impressions and not necessarily by the audible voice. You see, when you are close to somebody and you know the person very well, when the person is hungry, you know it. When the person is angry, you know it. When the person is troubled, you know it. Something that other people may not know. In fact, people who are close, they can communicate with themselves in a way that other people may not even notice it. Either by winking, by certain expressions, by the movement of their hands or fingers or something, they'll be able to know, which you have not heard. Is that right? Good. But then, when they don't know each other very well, that is when now they have to say something. They've got to, sometimes even to shout it in order to express their view. So in this case, 
The Lord visited Joseph by dreams. I'm only trying to, I just went that way for you to be able to know that God directs our lives. And he directs our lives in various forms. So this is one of the forms that he directed him. The Bible says that while he thought about these things, the angel appeared to him saying, don't be afraid to take Mary. Because what uh, the conception is by the Holy Spirit or is of the Holy Spirit. In 21, let's read it quickly. Bible says, and she will bring forth a son and you shall call his name Jesus for you save his people from their sins. So Jesus means savior or salvation. Amen. And the word salvation comes from the Greek word sozo which means to be delivered. Hallelujah. To be delivered from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of the dear son of God. And to have the life of God in you. So to be saved means to be delivered from your sins, to be delivered from every work of oppression. The Bible, that's why the Bible says that 1 John 3, 8, for this purpose was the son of man made manifested that he might destroy the works of the enemy so that we shall be saved. Hallelujah. And Bible says that all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the, by the Lord through the prophet saying. So you see that when the prophet is speaking, it's the Lord who is speaking. This was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. The Lord doesn't speak directly from heaven, so he speaks through his agencies. Amen? Amen. These days when you want to go to go and get a visa from a number of uh, 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 um, uh, embassies, they've got their agencies. You go there, you present your whatever. Now, to get jobs, they have agencies. Is that right? Good. So, the prophet is an agency of God through which God speaks to us. Okay, in the verse number 23, he says, this was what was spoken. Behold, the virgin shall be with child. Hey, how can a virgin be with child? Then, she, she, it means she has been divaginated. But it says that the virgin shall be with child and bear a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. And what shall he do? 24. Then Joseph being aroused from sleep did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took to him his wife. So when God speaks to you, you must do it. Amen. And 25. The Bible says that and he, not, he didn't know her till she brought forth her first son and he called his name Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay. Now in Luke chapter 2 verse 1 to 14, he called his name who? Jesus. Jesus means what? Savior. Today is Christmas day, so it's good to read scriptures on Christmas. Amen. And how it came about. And that's the reason why I'm taking. Scriptures alone become a, it's a, it's a blessing. Hallelujah. Mm. Luke chapter 2, verse number 1. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. 
Now, the world at that time was like the Middle, the, that's the middle East area. This census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, which he was of the house and lineage of David. Now, Mary's husband, Joseph, came from the line of David. That's the reason why they trace Jesus and say, Jesus, son of David. So that Jesus, the son of David, he being a son of David, was a result of his relationship with his foster father, Joseph. Are you getting me? Yeah. And so everybody, now the, it was census time, and everybody had to go to his city. So he also had to leave Galilee and go to Bethlehem, go to where he belonged to, so that he could be registered. Okay. And the Bible says that to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. Have you seen it? So this is more or less a continuation of the Matthew chapter 1. Okay. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. When they went to the inn, the innkeeper didn't allow them. And today that inn is not there, but Jesus' manger is there. So you, so you see, something good can be coming to you and you can just push it away. The innkeeper said, I don't want to be inconvenienced. A woman who is pregnant, the way she's heavily pregnant, she gives birth here, she'll be disturbing. You see, that is how many of us, we don't want to be disturbed. Yeah. Meanwhile, what God wants you to do, you are going to be making history. And generations after you shall be remembered and you'll be blessed. Amen. But the man said, I don't want this in here. I don't want anybody to be, you know, a fresh baby to be born and then it will be disturbing my custom. He said, naturally speaking and reasoning is right. Why should there be a sound of baby and all those things? But the Bible said the judge shall live by faith. And so if you're going to serve God, you've got to serve him by faith, by total dependence on him. Okay. Now, the Bible says there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Why were they keeping watching their flock by night? Because there will be wolves and lions. Lions eat in the night. And wolves. So that's the time. So your night time, you've got to be watchful. Amen. Amen. Because if you are not watchful, your your sheep will be taken away. And behold, and that's what I would say, whilst men slept, the enemy sold tests. So you have to be alert. That's why be alert. And the Bible says, and behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. May God's angel come into your life. Anytime you have an angelic visitation, the glory of the Lord is revealed. May you experience the glory of the Lord. An angel of the Lord is a messenger that God sends into your life to help you to fulfill God's will for you. It may be celestial, it may be terrestrial. Celestial means heavenly, terrestrial means earthly. 
So your friend can be an angel. Is that right? Your parents could be an angel. Somebody can, God can bring somebody into your life to be an angel. And when the angel, anytime somebody becomes an angel in your life, your life becomes better. <laughs> so may God send angels into your life. May God send helpers into your life. It's true. It's very important. Pray that, Lord, let there be helpers in my life. That, let that angel that I need in my life, let that angel come. I need angels. I need angels. I need angels. Amen. And all through scripture, you find out that when people are in difficulty, Bible says God will send the angel. Bible says the angel of the Lord came. The angel of the Lord said, may God release angels into your life. Okay. In the verse number 10, Bible said, then the angel said to them, do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you in this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And Jesus means what? Savior, salvation. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. So when an angel of the Lord visits you, the glory of the Lord is released. And he said, And on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. So you see, when Jesus came, glory also was released. And then he brought peace because he's known as what? The Prince of Peace. And he brought goodwill. Goodwill. Uh, uh, goodwill. He brought the New Testament. Goodwill. A new will, which was a good one, into our lives. May you experience the goodwill of the Lord. Amen. I said, may you experience the goodwill of the Lord. Now, Jesus was born among sheep to indicate the fact that he's a great shepherd. Amen? So, Jesus was born as a great shepherd to shepherd your life, to protect you from the wolves of life, to defend you from evil. And that's why the psalmist could say that the Lord is my shepherd. Psalm 23, verse 1. I shall not want. So it means that Jesus was born as a savior and the, and the great shepherd to be your provider. To deliver you from sin and to provide you with whatever. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. That's the reason why Christ came. The Lord is your shepherd. That's why he was born among the sheep. And the Bible says that he was wrapped in swaddling clothes. As a Sabbath. Yeah? Wrapped in, not in a nice napkin, swaddling clothes. So that we will get the best of clothing. So that we will wear something good. So that we will be well covered. So when, and you see, this was, what, Psalm 23 is one of the Messianic Psalms. So when he said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down, verse, Psalm 23, verse 2. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. That means that when Jesus comes into your life, you lie down in abundance. 
Because the sheep lie down. When sheep lie down in green pastures, sheep need green pastures. And the green pastures let them flourish. It means that the Lord will bring you into a place of flourishing. May you flourish in Jesus' name. He leads me beside the still waters. That means that they are turbulent waters. And you see the sheep, uh, when you get into, in, into the Mediterranean areas, into Europe and co, you understand this scripture that he says that he leads me beside the still waters. Now, the sheep usually have uh, a lot of wool. And the wool is so heavy. It's not like the kind of sheep we have here. You know, I think in, in, a, in a way, God, wherever people come from, God has given us certain features to adapt to the environment. That's the reason why our hair is not the trellis one. It's not like the Obroni white man's own. Our hair is such that it will allow for the uh, flow of air. Is that right? Good. Into unto us and to protect us. And our skin, we have got more melanin because the sun shines in a greater, you know, uh, uh, for a lot more days here. So it is meant for adaptations. Is that right? Yeah. So the way we have been framed is for us to be well adapted into our environment here. So the sheep here in, in our part of the world, in West Africa and co, they don't have a lot of fur or a lot of wool on them. But the sheep in the Mediterranean areas and the sheep in the temperate regions, because of their cold, the environment is very cold, they need the wool to cover them, to keep them warm. I hope you are getting me. And when water gets into the wool and they get soaked up, it, it creates a heavy weight on them. And their legs are thin. And so their legs cannot stand the weight, so they'll topple over. And when they topple over, it affects their circulation. So if they don't have a shepherd to quickly lift them up on their legs, and to stand upright, they end up having a difficulty in breathing, less oxygen, and therefore they die. And that's the reason why the waters that they drink from, they make sure that they break the current so that the water does not rush onto them, soak their wool, and then create Increase weight for them to fall and die. That's why the psalmist says that he makes me to lie down in green pastures and he leads me beside the still waters. So the waters there are still so that they can drink from it and that also their wool is not soaked up. So when you walk with the Lord, he makes sure that you have enough food to eat. He gives you what to eat. And he ensures that you are delivered from the turbulences of the enemy. Amen. That's the meaning of he leads me beside the still waters. That means that they are turbulent waters. They are turbulent waters and they are still waters. So he leads us beside the still waters. So as Jesus has come, may you enjoy green pastures. Amen. 
and may the influence of the Lord cause you, may he lead you beside the still waters. Yeah, still waters. Still waters, you know, of when you don't know Jesus, you see, you, become, you can become very wild. You are here smoking, drinking, doing that, whatever. But when you come to Christ, the influence of the Holy Spirit leads you beside the still waters. May that become your portion. Verse number three. Bible says that he restores my soul. So when you come to the Lord, your soul that was going to hell, he restores your soul. When you are troubled, he restores your soul. He brings peace unto you. He brings joy unto you. He says, he leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Because you have become a child. Every, every parent, you see sometimes, one of the reasons why parents are, can be tough on their children is because their children bear their name. So whatever they do, you know, it, in a way has a correlation with them. And if you work for a company too, the company will make sure that you work, you live by certain ethics. Once you break the ethics and go, you say you are out. So the Lord, for his name's sake, for his name's sake, so I say for his name's sake. Verse 3. For his name's sake, verse 3 please, eh? he will cause you to walk in the paths of what? Righteousness. And somehow, for his name's sake also, he'll provide for you. Amen. May you receive the provision of the Lord. Amen. In verse number four, the Bible says that, Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Christians don't face death. They face the shadow of death. Christians have been delivered from from. From, from darkness unto light, from death unto life. You want to know it? Put a hand over there. Go to John chapter 5, verse 24. <laughs> Most assuredly I say unto you, read with me, he who hears my word and believes in him who sent me has, has what? Everlasting life and shall not come into condemn, into what? into condemnation or judgment, but has passed from death unto life. So as you're walking around, you are passed from death unto life. Anytime that you leave this physical body, you are only transiting. That's why we say transition. You are only moving into, into that glorious light. In the glorious life. So you are not under condemnation and you are not under death. That is why the believer doesn't fear death. Because death has been overcome. And that's why in 1 Corinthians 15, he said, Oh, death, why is thy sting? Oh, grave, why is thy victory? For death has been swallowed up in victory by Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And that's why when Charles, uh, 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 John Wesley was lying down about to die, he said that the best is yet to come. The best. So for the, for the believer, when you are dying, it is the best yet to come to happen in your life. Amen. That you are going to, it's a transition to face and embrace the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the Most High God. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. And that is what Christ came to do for us. And that's why First John chapter 5, verse 4 and 5, whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. In the world, there's death, but he overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. 
Woo, hallelujah. Even our faith. So our faith in Christ gives us the dominion. First John chapter 4, verse 4. First John chapter 4, verse number 4. And you are of what? God, little children. God doesn't die. So his children don't die. We only transit and move. Amen. You have got little children and have what? Overcome them. Overcome the world. Overcome the force of the world. Why? Because he who is in you, and who is that who is in you? Christ who is in you. Christ in you, the hope of what? Glory. And he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. The devil is of the world. And Christ who is in you is greater than he that is of the world. Amen. And, 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 and in John chapter 10 verse 10, he said the thief comes not, the devil is a thief. He comes not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus said, I, want, I have come, I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. So the believer has abundant life. He has moved from death unto life. He has overcome death. I say he has overcome death. Amen. Amen. And in 1 John 3, 8, 1 John 3, 8, he who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God, Jesus, was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Hallelujah. So Jesus came that he might destroy the works of the devil. So if Jesus is in you, then there's the power of God in you to destroy the works of the devil. Oh, yeah. So the truth is that practically the devil is afraid of you. Because he can see that you, you, are, you are carrying deity. You are carrying the presence of God. You see, it is your ignorance, ignorance, eh? Your ignorance and possibly the acceptance of what God has done for you that keeps you under. But when you know who you are, is that right? When you know who you are, it, it gives you the upper hand. Yeah, it gives you the upper hand. You know when you go to secondary school? Um, I don't know whether they still do it today. But sometimes you, you find people bullying others. And there are times that a junior who sees a senior and the senior behaves so that the batic, you know, that about, the junior will try to bully. If he's, the, bully, uh, the junior is touchy, you know, that means he's big. And go, he tries to bully. But when the senior knows that a junior is not supposed to bully a senior, he or she stands on their ground. The devil should not bully you. Because he that is in you is greater than he that is in the world. And if God be for you, who and what can be against you? For in Christ Jesus, you are more than a conqueror. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So still on Psalm 23. I'm just trying to show you why Jesus came. Glory to God. Psalm 23. For though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. The truth is that what's in the world here is a shadow of death. Amen. For, for thou art with me, you are with me. Because God is with you. You are running. See, when children are with their parents, they are not afraid. It's true. When, they, when children are with their parents, they feel secured. 
So when you are close to God, you feel secure. That is why it's important, listen to me, it's important to gravitate towards God. And one of the ways to gravitate towards God is to have your own personal quiet times. I thank God for the books, devotions, and co we read. But those are the commentaries of other people. Amen? Amen. It is good. It can help you to a, a certain extent. But it's important that you take the Bible yourself and read it so that you have a deeper interaction with God yourself. So you don't say, my pastor says, my pastor says, some prophet says. No, you must, what is God saying? That is why when Jesus met his disciples, he said, who do men say that I am? That means that what is the opinion of others about me? Then Peter said, some say you are Jeremiah, some say you are Elijah. So that's okay. That is what some are saying. That's the opinion. But who do you say that I am? And in your relationship with anybody, you must be, you, 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 uh, you, you, you must be sure of who the person is. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. yeah. You must be strong in your mind as who the person is. So he said that you must have a deep conviction. So I say conviction. Because you see, without a deep conviction regarding your relationship with somebody, you can, your relationship can never be strong. When you hear that the person has done this or that, you, you, you move away. And maybe it may not be true. But if you have a deep conviction, you know the person very well, you know that this person, he cannot do it. Unless otherwise proven, I cannot accept this to be so. So you must have a deep conviction of who Jesus is. So he said, who do men say that I am? And then Peter got up. He said, some say. And they said, who do you say that I am? He said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And then Jesus said, eh, thou art Peter. That means you are a pebble. But upon this rock, I will build my church. The rock there is not Peter. The rock there is a principle. And what is the principle? The principle that a person, he says that, it's my father who has revealed this unto you. Is that not it? The principle is that God the Father, for anybody to be saved and to know Jesus, God the Father must reveal the Son to him by means of the Holy Spirit. And he must vocalize it. That's the principle. Yeah. The principle is that, so the rock, you see, rock is unmovable. Is that not it? So the rock, you say, you are Peter, but upon this rock, Upon this principle, I will build my church. What is the principle? That God the Father must reveal the Son. And you know, unless Jesus is revealed to you, you cannot know him. You are not the one who got to know him. God revealed himself to you. So God the Father reveals his Son. But how does he reveal the Son? Through the Holy Spirit. That is why we pray. When we are praying, we pray for the conviction of the Holy Spirit upon people's lives. That's why when you are preaching, you are preaching not by might, nor by power, but by the Spirit of God. So the effect of your preaching, the effect of your ministry is by the Holy Spirit. So God the Father, the originator, is that right? Yeah. Admin reveals Jesus to us by means of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is the executor. He is the one who executes God's work. <laughs> he reveals Jesus to us. By means of the Holy Spirit. That's why the triune God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, they are all involved in the salvation of a person. Yeah. <laughs> are you following what I'm teaching? Yeah. Is it helping you? Yeah. yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. It's very, very important. 
to be able to understand that God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, you know, they are all involved in our salvation. Amen. Amen. So he says, For though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil for you are with me, your rod and your staff. Your rod. So, like I say, it's very important that you get to know God yourself. Amen. Your rod and your staff, that's your word and your spirit, they comfort me. May the word of God and the spirit of God be your comforter, be your helper. Thou preparest a table, verse 5, before me in the, pre in the presence of my word, enemies. Why is that the Lord prepares a table before in the presence of him? And because he said, you are with me. Because the Lord is with you. If a child is with parent, he's always safe and secure. You anoint my head with oil. Your enemies will not die, but they will see God's glorify you. Amen. You will build the houses. Amen. You will serve the Lord. Amen. You will buy cars. Amen. You will build companies. Amen. You will marry. Amen. You will have children. Amen. It shall be well with you. Amen. You go for holidays outside. Amen. You will become a benefactor Amen. unto people. You take care of people Amen. in their schooling. You help people to get jobs. Amen. Their dreams shall be fulfilled. Amen. Whatever God has ordained in your life, it shall come to pass. Amen. In the midst of your enemies, God will lift you high. Amen. In the midst of the darkness, that's when the stars shine brightest. Amen. The stars are there, but you don't see them. You don't see the stars. But let the darkness come, they will show up. And the Bible says that as a seed of Abraham, we are the stars of God. So in, in the dark season, we shall shine. Amen. That's the reason why the, when the people of Israel were in, in Egypt, in Goshen, they were outstanding. So you are going to be outstanding. Amen. You are not going to be governed by the economy of Ghana. Amen? Amen. It's not what, it's not what uh, uh, what's the, the minister of finance, what's his name? Uh, Uforiata, Ken will say and all those things. Thank God for that, his knowledge and his ability to try to... Put one and two together. But God will take care of you. Amen. I said God will take care of you. Amen. Listen to me. Always have faith and confidence that God will take care of me. Amen. Thank God for friends. Thank God for people. But God will take care of you. God will take care of you. You see, our, our brother, the choir family, are they here? Where's Raphael? Raphael, Gabriel. Look at this. Gabriel. In the space of two weeks, their father and their mother died. But he's looking around, looking at some. He, he has finished the school. He's finished the university. Raphael is going to school. All of them, no, none of them have stopped their schooling. No, none of them have stopped their schooling. Under the covering of God, in the house of God, he's working now. He's working now, doing his national service. I asked about the other one. He's doing a course and he, he was even doing an additional IT program as well. So, just lean on God. Gravitate towards God. And God will take care of you. There are people who are born and they don't know their father. But God takes care of them. Some even in addition, they may not even know their mother as well. And God takes care of them. That's why the Bible says, curse be the one who puts his trust in men. 
thank God for our fathers and our mothers. Thank God for our friends. But do not let your trust be in your company. Look at the five banks that collapsed. And the Bank of Ghana brought a lot. They, they must be, you know, the new banks must be able to have a certain kind of base capital. If they don't have it, they, they, they will also be shut down. So if you are working for those kinds of banks, you have no job. You used to be a top man there, the next one, no job for you. So the true spine of man is not the spine of humanity, it's the spine of the Most High. And me, by the grace of God, God taught me this very early. Very, very early. When I was growing up, as a teenager, I used to do a lot of things for myself. My father was there, my mother was there. But God showed me that I should lift up. The psalmist said, I will lift up my eyes onto the hills. From whence comes my help? My help comes from God. My father's a fantastic man. My mother too. Oh, and they had, they had a well with her. But somehow, God just taught me because God knew that some way, somehow, I was going to be pastoring people and I needed to know this thing for myself so that when I am teaching you, I teach you experientially and not just from that I have read something from somewhere. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Sunday I was speaking with my mother, uh, my sister-in-law and she came and we were talking and I was telling her certain experiences. He said, oh yeah, I can understand, you know, why God has made you a pastor over this and this. Because of what the people you are going to pastor, you went through all those. I say, yes, I know. Yes. So everything you are going through is a training ground. I'm telling you, it's a training ground. I used to tell her that. I told her that there were times that around 10, 30, 11, I will be called to go and to some village far away. And I'll be standing in tractor. And sometimes in, 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 in some uh, vehicles, we don't sit in it, we stand. We call it, we don't go sit, we don't go touch. So you say, the things go, he's shaking you. Ah, you we don't go sit, we don't go touch. That's how, uh, that's how we call it. We use it to carry, that's what it's used in carrying cows. In the cattle, we don't go sit, we don't go touch. So you are there, there you are there. So you must make sure that you are keeping yourself in equilibrium. Balance, well, stable. And that's how we go. Then we go in there. And hours, sometimes 10 hours, sometimes 15 hours to some villages. I've sat in tractor for over 24 hours. Meandering. I was telling myself, there are times that I have to. I'm so hungry and my last money for the food, as I'm eating, I've gone to buy some food and I am under a shed. As I'm eating, the animal droplets, it starts raining and it falls in, onto the food. And as it falls onto the, there's no other money to buy in it. You can't throw it away. So you take the top portion. Where the animal droplets came, you throw it away and you continue the ministry. Yes. Yeah. But it was all a training. And it has helped me to become prudent. 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 Yeah. That is why whatever comes, you see, the, the thing we are doing in this church, eh? You can see that it is prudence. The grace of God plus prudence. That we learn how to put our little monies together. This, I mean, I don't like wastage. I don't like wastage. Put this one, put it, let's do it. Put it, let's do it. Let's do it. We, are, we are doing some rooms at the back there. And we didn't seem to have money. I'll tell the contractor, this is okay. I have some 200 CDs. Let's see what we can do. And some way, somehow, as we are trying to do it, God will bring another 500. And God will bring. And so every day, we are doing something. Do this. 
God will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. He said, you anoint my head with oil. Your head shall be anointed with oil. The reason for the anointing is so that the anointing takes away ectoparasites and endoparasites. The ectoparasite, when the sheep is smeared with the oil, it makes sure that any fly that wants to come close to it is driven away. The scent of the oil and the oil itself drives away these parasites. Are you getting me? And those parasites are symbolic of evil spirits. Without the anointing, you cannot overcome them. And that's why the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27, he said, for by the anointing, every yoke, it, comes, it shall come to pass that his burden, the devil's burden, will be taken away from your shoulder. From today, because of Jesus coming, may the devil's burden be taken from your shoulder. Amen. And his yoke from your neck. The yoke is the round thing that they put around the neck of the, the animal, the ox, to control it, to manipulate it. Whatever has been controlling and manipulating you, may you be delivered from that. Amen. I said, may you be delivered from that. Amen. Anything that has been controlling your ma- marriages in your family minus you. Amen. I said, any evil thing that controls marriages in your family minus you. Amen. Delayed marriages minus you. Amen. Divorces minus you. Amen. Confusion minus you. Amen. Miscarriages minus Amen. you. Shame minus you. Amen. When people rise up and uh, at a certain that they plateau and then they descend minus you. And for you, may you keep rising. Because the Bible says the path of the righteous shines brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 18. May your path shine brighter and keep shining brighter. May your life get better and better. I said may your life get better and better. May your business get better and better. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And any difficulty that you are going through, the Bible says that while we see we, we look not at the things which are, are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary. Tell what we see, they are temporary. They are, tempera. they are subject to change. The word temporary means what? Subject to change. Tell your friend, whatever you are seeing about me today, which doesn't look nice, is only a passing cloud. It is temporary. It is changing. My life is getting better and better every day and in every way. So tell the person, don't give up on me. My God is at work. Construction is taking place. God is constructing my life. He's constructing my business. He's constructing my family. It is well with my soul. And it shall be well with me. And he who has begun a good work in me, he shall finish it and perfect it in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> oh. You that you take money and go and pay the landlord. Every month, when the landlord, anytime the landlord needs money, say, my, my, my nephew is coming. It means he wants extra money. So you must be wise enough to go and negotiate. So you go and give him some extra money. You will be a landlord. Amen. They will bring in ECG paper when they say, say your name is on it. Francis Ter Jabba. And your name is on it. Amen. You know, they mention Gideon. 
Your name is on it. Your name is on it. Humphrey, your name is on there. Water Company, your name is on it. In the name of the Lord Jesus. What you see today, it shall change. Today, maybe before you eat, others must eat before. Yes. May eat surplus food. It is only when your brother has enough before they, they give you back pass. You know, some of you, the money, so whatever you spend, is coming from a brother or from a sister or from your mother or from your father. But you are going to get your own. Yeah. I say you get your own. Yeah. Maybe some of you, the businesses you do, it is when somebody gets some and then he can't do it, then he sublets to you. But you too, you will sublet. Yeah. Oh, you didn't hear me? I said you will sublet. Yeah. I see God changing your life. Yeah. I see God changing your situation. Yeah. Your story is changing. Yeah. Because when Jesus comes into your life, you will say, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Oh, he saves you from your life. You anoint my head with oil. You anoint my head. When anointing comes upon you, different types of things happen. We have what we call the Mashak anointing. The Mashak anointing makes you excellent in your service. In your business, you see, your business, the anointing makes you shine. That's the purpose of the anointing. It's not just speaking in tongues. But it is an, the anointing is a supernatural enablement that makes you to become outstanding. And that makes you look attractive. See, when women put their cream on their faces, they look what? They shine and they look attractive and men desire them. It means that you shall be desired. So when anointing comes upon your business, your business shall be desired. When anointing comes upon your children, your children shall be desired. You shall be desired. Your home shall be desired. Amen. Your business shall be desired. Amen. Receive the Meshach anointing. Amen. Anointing that whatever you touch is blessed. Amen. When you touch sand, it becomes gold dust. Amen. When you touch sword, it becomes diamond crystals. Amen. And that the Lord God Almighty turns your wilderness into standing waters and, your, and, 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 and causes you to build cities for habitation. Amen. Your barren land will become a fruitful land. Amen. And your fruitful land shall become a forest. Amen. You didn't hear me say your barren land will become a fruitful land. Every barrenness to hear there because of Jesus Christ, the power of barrenness is broken. The, the power of Akka is broken. Every salted land is destroyed. Every salted land receives life. Every salted condition receives life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. When the land is salty, it is unproductive. That's the reason why you cannot plant things at the seashore over there. Are you getting me? Cocoa doesn't grow over there because it is too salty. But whatever stops your, your productivity by the anointing. There are some anointing called the Mashak anointing. So say the Mashak anointing. That, that Mashak anointing makes you excellent. And that was the anointing that was upon Daniel. That is why he excelled in what was that. And that Mashak anointing was also upon Joseph. So that uh, uh, um, Potiphar's uh, 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 husband, Mr. Potiphar, left everything in his hand. And that same anointing took him to the palace. And when he got into the palace, the king made him the second in command. And as a matter of fact, the Bible says that he owned, he, he owned the people. Wow. He bought, he more or less had bought the people. Wow. It's a grace God is going to give Amen. to you. Amen. Wisdom to excel. Amen. Wisdom to excel. As Jesus has come, the Bible says that Christ has been made unto us wisdom. Receive wisdom. 
And wisdom means knowing what to do. Pray every day, God, give me wisdom. It's not enough to have knowledge because knowledge, knowledge is not what is going to help you, man. Knowledge will just give you the facts. But then you need to know how to utilize the facts when and where. And that is what is going to make you excel. Receive that grace. I said receive that grace in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yeah, wisdom will tell you that this person, um, you must marry a Christian. That's knowledge. But wisdom will show you what kind of man to marry, when to accept it, when to jump into it. As a young man, when to do it. That's why I'm telling you to marry your girl. Wisdom. Because it's better to commit love than to commit fornication. So why, why, what's the point? Why, what's the point? If you have your room, you can buy your food. She has a room. She can buy her food. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? You better commit love. And let God be inside of your relationship. And when you are able to marry in your 20s or your late 20s, by the time you are 50, your child is 20-something years already. Oh, wisdom, 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 wisdom. If you are waiting to be 40, you know, as you are going there, wisdom should tell you that, I mean, things are decreasing. Are you getting me? Yeah, so there's an optimal period or there's an optimal time whereby things happen. Amen? Even for women, there's their flower age. There's a time that you blossom. There's a time that your face looks very supple. Your time that when you move, your adipose tissues are shaking like that. You say, I mean, there's a time... And there's a time too that there's, there's a declension. So it's a declension. Where things begin to decline. But before they begin to decline, you must make sure that what God has ordained for you, you'll get it and utilize it. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. So it's wisdom. Wisdom will show you. Wisdom will show you that this is a good church to be in. And as a church is growing, this, this is the time I must position myself well. It's true. Because some of the places, when you go, there's no space for you. No, Nobody is creating space. Everybody is standing in their position. Where are you coming from? But this is a time that, Charlie, there's a space. Let me create my own space. Let me get involved. And, and I shall be appreciated more here. Yes. Wisdom. Wisdom. Amen. And this is a time you must even decide to get close to your pastor. You see, last week, somebody came around. And after the service, he came to me and said, Pastor, you know what? I want to tell you something. God bless you for what you are doing. He saw me interacting with the church members. I said, this one will come, I'll talk to them, I'll pray with them, I'll do this and that. She saw them. And he said, he said, he said the church I go to, the person today, he said, the church I go to, we don't get the same. He said, the moment we finish, the pastor is taking his Bible, he's going into there. He said, you cannot, you, we, you, we cannot talk with the pastor. You only hear the pastor talk to you from the pulpit, but you cannot. So he said, whatever price you have to pay in order to be able to have this interaction with these people so that they can get something out of you, please continue to do. Okay. It's true. Yeah. So don't, don't take it for granted. Yeah. One of our own guys, he traveled somewhere, he went, he used to be an armor bearer sitting behind him. He told me himself, he said, you needed to have an appointment with the pastor. He carries the pastor's Bible, like sometimes, how he takes my Bible there. For three months, he couldn't have an appointment with the pastor. He carries his, his uh, all he does, he will take it there. But for the pastor to do that, meet me on this day at this time. No, some of you, I just call you, meet me at this time. Or you call, I say, you do this. And sometimes, I'm, if he, I'm about to eat, and I say, okay, food, hold on. Let me go and talk to the person and come. But you, you cannot, when we call you, when they say come, you won't come. 
You won't come. Even today, Christmas, some people are cooking jollof rice. When pastor says, come, and I'm teaching you on this. Yeah. You anoint my head with what? Oil. May the Lord anoint you with oil. Yeah. And it's the Lord who anoints. Yeah. Amen. So receive the Mashak anointing. Anointing that what you touch is blessed. Pray today that Lord anoint me. When I touch my boots, may my boots be blessed. When I touch my wife, I touch my children, I touch my business. Whatever I am touching, let it be blessed. Hey, Bible said the blessing of the Lord maketh rich and addeth no sorrow. So what you must covet is the blessing of the Lord. Don't covet, don't covet the riches, covet the blessing. When you covet the blessing, the blessing is the empowerment. And so once you covet the blessing and God blesses you, that's it. Why is, why is Israel blessed? Because Isaac blessed Jacob. That's all. That's the difference between Isaac descendant and Esau's descendant. Isaac was the one who received the blessing. So me, what in my relationship with men of God or what? I covet, I don't covet their shoes. I can't covet, I covet their blessing. I try to position myself so that the person from his heart will speak something upon my life. And when I, they speak it, as I believe, it happens. <laughs> hey. Me, I love blessing you. I love, I love anointing. That's why I get close to anointed people. That's why I'm close to the Apostle General. And I take telephone and we're chatting. Even the chatting alone is, is transmitting something to me. A handshake is bringing something to you. Do you, you, do you know why? Because the Bible says, by the hands of the apostles, mighty works of the Lord were done. Which means that when a, an anointed man of God is shaking your hands, mighty works, something is being released into your life. So by the hand and by the handshake and by whatever, so long as it is a contact, and there's something that's point of contact, if a handkerchief of a man of God, if a dress of a man of God, if the shadow of Peter who is anointed can heal people, then your physical contact with your man of God can do something. Yes. Yeah. One time Bishop Dab was sitting somewhere in a stretch leg, relaxing and with somebody, and as I stretch the leg, his leg accidentally touches this guy. As he touches the guy, then the person feels an electric shock. Inside him. Yes. The other day I was praying. Somebody said, as I touched her, wasn't sure so that little girl. He said she could feel fire. Fire. There are times that as in my hand, as I'm walking, I could feel literal fire. It's like I could feel yeah, so yeah. Then I could feel something burning in my hands. Burning in my hands. Yes, it's fire. And do you know why? And so Jesus said, He says that John said, He that comes after me, he said. I baptize you with what? Water unto repentance. But he that comes after me, he shall baptize you with what? The Holy Spirit and with what? Fire. So it means that one can be baptized with what? Fire. That means that a certain fire of God will come upon you and you shall be different. <laughs> oh, Labaha Shakaraba. Hey! Sometimes you can be walking clo- very close to something very great to t- change your life. But you only take a casual look at it and then you make it casual. Casual. You see, students who learn casually, they, 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 they score average marks. When you are, when you are a casual reader, casual, you just glance. No, you don't glance. That's why a student studies. 
a student, he studies, he investigates. When you decide to become an investigating Christian, that is when you draw things. Be an investigator. Yeah, yeah, investigator. That is why scientists are investigators. They go deep. Amen. So, may your head be anointed with the Mashak anointing. And then may your head be anointed with the Balal anointing. The Balal anointing is the overcoming anointing. That's anointing that came upon Samson. And he could set, I mean, 300 foxes, tie them, and set them on fire. And be able to, to and, and one person would take a spear, and with one spear, kill 300 people at a go. Yes. It's an anointing, supernatural anointing that makes you overcome your enemies. The Bible says the Lord will make you stronger than your enemies. How does he make you stronger than your enemies? By the anointing. By the anointing. When you get a tabunalaba, shabahata, lavra papakata, taparababa, you are letting the rivers begin to flow. And when the rivers begin to overflow, they'll begin. You know, water can be very terrible. It can, it breaks, when it overflows its back, it can break things. It means that whatever is standing your way, it shall break it away. Yes. Sabakoto manata namahata alaba debatoro matashala. As you are getting to the office, you must be heated up because you don't know. Somebody wants your chair. You have no idea. People go to all kinds of places. They are swallowing lizards. Yeah, not roasted lizard. Yes, you have no idea. You. Uh, Sandra, you have now your face something. You say you are wondering how it is. People swallow it. Yeah. People swallow lizards. Swallow all kinds of things. So you, you, can, you cannot be a lazy Christian. Bible says we are not contending against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. They are competitors. In your business, they are competitors. As your children are even going to school and they are doing well. Uh, they are doing well. Somebody's eyeing your child and say, why should I be number four whatever? And this person what and they are not happy. Are you here with me? They are not happy. They are not happy. So you need to pray. Surround your children with the fire of the Lord. Shamakatayas, my children are going to school. I pray for angelicals. Every evil eye be blinded. Every satanic hand that is stretched against them. May that hand wither in the precious name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of the living God. Whoever wants my chair, whoever wants my business, whoever wants my hope, whoever wants what is mine, I refuse him access into my life and onto my chair in the name of Jesus. By the Balal anointed, when they, no matter the Agbalagba, they go and consult. Greater is he who is in me than he that is in the world. And if God be for me, who can be against me? In Christ Jesus, I am more than a conqueror. Shabbat Shabbat. Shabbat Shabbat. Hey. Hey. There are things in the world though. There are things in the world. So you must pray for the, the, mash, the, the Balal anointing. Someone said the Balal. is a warfare anointing. Yeah. Next year, by the grace of God, is a year of greater works. Yeah. And you see, when Nehemiah had to build the wall of Jerusalem, they, had, they were building with one hand, and then they had also a weapon in the other hand. You must have your weapon. Any evil thing, you must cut off his head. Yes. Before, listen, before David sat on the throne, 
he had to cut off Goliath's head. There is a Goliath who will be threatening you. I said, there's a Goliath. Maybe you may not have heard his voice. Anything that you hear speaking and accusing you is a Goliath. Anything that is telling you, look at what is happening in your family. This one is a Goliath. Rise up against the Goliath and say, you come against me with sticks, with sticks, with bows and arrows, but I come against you in the name of the Lord of hosts, in the name of Yahweh, in the name of Yahweh, and let Yahweh take over. And Bible said, the mention of the name Jesus, every neighbor. And the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it. And they are saved. Your safety and security is in the name of the Lord. Somebody say the Mashak anointing. Then you need the say the Balal anointing. Say the Mashak anointing. It's for excellence. In whatever I touch. My businesses. The Balal anointing is for ability to war and win. Every war you engage yourself in, you must win. In the name of Jesus. Then we have the Doshin anointing. The Doshin anointing is anointing for favor. One day of favor will take care of years of labor. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You can be laboring for years. Eh? And you won't get, you can't even, the money you save can't buy half plot of land. But somebody said that, I'm giving you, I'm giving you. Yeah. Somebody had to chase me with land. Say, take it, take it. I said, uh, I, said I said, take it, take it. Say, how much did I give you? I said, I don't want anything. Take it. Yes. That's his favor. Somebody chasing your car. Say, come and drive my car. Say, no, I don't, I don't, like, I don't drive people's car. Say, no, I mean, I want a blessing. I want you to sit in my car so that I'll get blessing. Take it. Receive favor. I, I said, receive favor. Receive. Favor is what you have not worked for. What you don't qualify, but God qualifies you. May God qualify you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Yeah. When we were at the university, we had one of our friends. And we heard that he had had second class lower we just those days it was not easy to get uh, uh, first class i invest you are not getting first class it's not like today that first class you see when you go and say first class 20 something people oh no 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 no. it's not like that and there was just half i think just about a half mark and this lecture was not ready to yeah, when we heard it from America. so we had to pray say lord let there be favor let there be favor let there be favor let there be favor when the thinking the person has crossed a line we got a second upper. That's is a big man now, who in his own business and became an MD, you know, you know, his financial institution, did everything. Favor, may favor come to you. Amen. Favor will make you to be liked. Amen. You will become the boss, the, the friend of your boss. Amen. Yes, favor, favor. Your boss will like you. Yeah. When I was at the university one day, I had a Pakistani lecturer. And when they come, you know the way about the Indians. Everybody, you know, understand. And, uh, and then you'll be shaking. Uh, uh, uh. And so usually when he comes, they say, he will come and say, do you understand? And I say, no. No, knowing that day when he came, he said, will you keep quiet? And when he said, everybody keep quiet. And me too, I was at the back there. I was not here. I thought it was usual thing. So I shouted, no. 
and the man's face became red. And then he said, who said no? And the room was quiet. Then he, he got angry and took his uh, books away. Then I said, I'm the one who said it. And I didn't, I didn't mean to disrespect him or something because I, I, I thought this was what I was saying. So I, I followed people say, hey, you have made a lecture go. I said, okay. So I decided, <laughs> you don't see that already. <laughs> some, meanwhile, some people also didn't want him to come over. <laughs> because, because when the guys miss, people don't even understand it. You know, people don't understand. I'm, I'm, I want to teach you something very practical. So I walked to his office. Then I sat down for a while. When, uh, just to cool. See, when people are angry, you have to let them cool down some more. So I just I sat down for a while. Then I started, as I was going, I prayed. I said, Lord, I pray for favor. Take care of his side. Bible says the heart of a king is in your hand. You tell him with that so wherever you will. May you turn his side. May you touch his side. May you influence him. May you affect him. Huh. So as I prayed and prayed again, and I had ease in my spirit. You must pray through till there is ease in your spirit. And so then I walked and I knocked. When I knocked, then he said, sit down. Then I sat down. Then he said, are you the one who said no? I said, yes, sir. I said, he said, Why? Then I gave the reason that I thought this was what you were saying. Interestingly enough, instead of the man being angry with me, he started telling his family problems. <laughs> he started talking, talking, talking. And we became friends. And that day he gave me lifts to take me to my Lord. <laughs> so after, after we have talked, we, uh, I carried these things and we went back to the lecture theater. And people were wondering, what is this guy going to do? <laughs> to go there, and after he gave me a lift, and then we became friends. Yeah, so he, then he comes and he looks, he looks out for me. What is it? It is the, what kind of anointing is that? The Shane anointing. May you have Gushing anointing with your teachers. Yeah. When President Rollins came, 1981, hunger came, Papa. Hey, hunger. Rollins, it was very bad. And the soup they were making, they were making it with corn, corn base. Was what they were, eh? Corn. That's what they used as a base. It was bad. No sugar, nothing. And when you are eating, it's like you, you want to throw up secondary school. But I had a teacher who liked me so much that the teacher who prepare a married man who prepare nice me and send for me or ask his children to bring their food to me. Hey! I could see that it's only it, this can only be God. Receive the Dorshan anointing. And finally the Mimshak anointing. So it's a Mimshak. That's anointing for expansion, enlargement. In the coming year, may your businesses receive expansion. May your, your income, your salaries increase. All those who pay you get 500 series, 1,000, may you shoot into the thousands. In the name of the Lord Jesus. May you get more contracts, more customers. In the name of Jesus. If your, your clothings are few, may you get more. The ladies, may you get more wigs. Realize that this day you like the weeks to change your this thing. May you get more weeks. 
in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yeah, it's real. May the number of your panties increase. Yeah, yeah. Shoes to match. Shoes to match. You see, you see your friends and they are too much. And you say, oh God, so when, oh when? Your season is coming. In the name of Jesus. You prepare a table for me. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. I see your cup running over. Your cup will run over. Overflow. Someone say overflow. Yeah, that's why the choir sang. Overflow. Flow. No, there's another. There's, there's an overflow. Let it 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 overflow. Let wisdom overflow. Let it overflow. Let it overflow. Let it That is scarce in your life, let it overflow. Amen. Let businesses overflow. Amen. May people bring more contracts, more clients. Amen. Your business that you do, may you now need to hire more people Amen. because the customers are too much. You can't handle it. I say you can't handle it. In the name of Jesus, may you be able to build a nexus. In the name of Jesus. My prayer for you is that in the coming year, may you own your own businesses. Even when you work for others, may you build your own businesses. In the name of Jesus, let it overflow. Let joy overflow. Let honor overflow. Let glory overflow. Let progress overflow. Let the power of God overflow. Let it overflow. Then you shall say, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. When Jesus comes into your life, goodness and mercy. Because God is good. Is that not it? And Jesus says, it's only God who is good. So if God is good, then you will experience his goodness and mercy. Mercy means to be exempted from evil. Any evil that went on in the year, may you be exempted from it. In the name of Jesus, may mercy be your portion. Anybody having and dealing with you from today, may they show you mercy. Hmm? Samis, may they show you mercy. May, you show, may they show you mercy. Someone say mercy. Yeah. One day I saw a letter marking somebody's script in his car. And my car was higher, so I could see what the man was doing. And as I was doing, doing like that, then, then as I was trying to make the mistake and do like that, as I was doing like that, I shouted, mercy. Then he turned and then he smiled. And I knew that after that, his heart was soft. Yeah, when, when lecturers are marking, you see, when they are happy, eh? when a person is happy, he's even soft. Pray that people that have, people that take decisions about you, They'll have a soft heart for you. Yeah. They'll have a soft heart for you. People that have a goodness and mercy. 
may they follow you all the days as we finish 2018 into 2019 every day of 2019 may goodness and mercy follow you and may you make a decision that because goodness and mercy they are following you they accompany you you will dwell in the house of the Lord forever your dwelling place is a place where you are found may you always be found in the house of God may you be found here may you be found in your group may you be found in your department may you be found serving God may God put laughter in your mouth and a new song upon your tongue when Jesus comes there is salvation any area of your life that needs salvation receive salvation in Jesus name Amen Oh, Sabahala Baba.